T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. And a stretch. Here's the bunt. It's down to first. Hoskins has it. He goes to second. They get the out there. Throw to first. Ooh. It's in time. <laughs> Heck of a play. Reese Hoskins starts the 3-6-4 double play. Well, of course, you know, it's the Phillies, and they play great fundamental defense. Jody McDonald, Glenn Mack now. It is our pleasure now to talk to Ben Davis, who will be calling the game today. Mosh, you're going to have to put him up. There he is. Now I see him. Uh, Mosh, it's not working. You're going to have to call him up. Okay. Hey, Ben. Uh, How are you, pal? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I'm just... uh... I'm standing on the field here at City Field, and I'm just getting nice. the field ready. And uh, I apologize if you hear a plane or two fly over. <laughs> uh, we know that from all these years. Uh, just a really general question to begin with: like, what does it feel like to you? Because it's been a long time to be calling these games in what is a pennant race. Uh, it's it's exciting. It's just it's been a while. Um, you know, obviously that they've had some, some decent teams in recent years, and just kind of fallen off at the end. Uh, but I think this is a this team has a different attitude. They have a different persona. They have a, uh, a lot more confidence. They believe in each other. It's just, it's just a whole different feel in this clubhouse right now, and uh, it's it's exciting times. And um, I've seen no signs of them slowing down. Now I need an honest answer here. As a former major league hitter, which of those two starting pitchers would you have? waited delayed at the bat rack more so before you had to get in there and take your hacks against one of those two but uh, nola or uh degrom correct um i i'd rather take my chance i know this is going to sound silly i'd rather take my chances with with degrom um because i i wasn't i i couldn't hit a lot of pitches with with depth and aaron's curveball would have given me fits i'll tell you that right now so I'll take my chances with a hundred, you know, mile hour fastball and ninety-four mile hour slider. I'm not saying I do well against it, but <laughs> any pitch with depth, like Aaron can throw that that curveball at will, he would he would just he would struck me out every time because I, I just didn't do well uh, on those pitches. So I'll take my chances with the ground. Aaron was unbelievable last night. He was unbelievable. We actually rode up in the in the elevator last night after the game, and I said, "Yo, dude, I said you had thirty-eight pitches after two innings." You finished eight innings with 96. How the heck did you do that? And he goes, first pitch strikes, and they were aggressive. He goes, I'll take a first pitch rollover or pop-up any day of the week. And, uh, I mean, he ended up averaging only 12 pitches per inning for those eight innings. He was phenomenal last night. He was great. Um, and, and he's really been on a terrific hot streak. Um, and they need him. If they're going to get into the postseason, they need him to do well. He has really dropped off late in seasons in past years. We're not quite there. I mean, September would be that moment. 
Any idea why he's dropped in recent years and how that can be avoided? Well, I think a lot has to do with his workload. Um, you know, he's, I think right now he's second in the National League and he's pitched. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, you know, he's been the guy that's taken the ball every fifth day for the last, I don't know, five years. I think the workload has caught up to him. Maybe he's changing his uh, routine a little bit more, maybe laying off a little bit more and, and getting a little bit more rest. Um, but I don't see that happen this year. The way he's throwing the baseball, his confidence level is at all-time high. Um, and they're going to need him down the road. But, you know, to have Wheeler and, and Nola, uh, that's as good as one-two punches you're going to find, in, especially in the National League. So, um, you know, I'm going to take my chances with him and, and, and see how he does. But definitely, uh, I think he definitely, you know, he knows it's in him. He said himself that he, I've been disappointed the way I've performed in September the last couple of years. So uh, he's definitely going to look to change that. Ben, uh, Glenn and I were just talking about this before we punched you up. Defense corner infield spots for the Phillies. Uh, Alec Bohm and Reese Hoskins have been well below average for a good chunk of their major league to career. But despite what Keith Hernandez thinks, they've actually picked it up. Bohm has been phenomenal over at third base, and Hoskins has been improved at first base. How do you improve your defense in the middle of a season? Well, I, I was talking with Bobby Dickerson this morning, and the amount of work that he puts in with these guys, you know, if you're the general fan, you might think, oh, they just show up, they put the uniform on, they go out and play. These guys work. I mean, they work, 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 and they take a lot of pride in Bobby Dickerson is as good as it gets. And, you know, he was, he was asking me about that play last night with Reese. I mean, that was phenomenal. There was zero hesitation. There was, you know what, I'm getting this out at second base, and hopefully we'll get to it. They ended up turning two, and it was just it was a phenomenal play. And we've been critical of Reese's play at first base. And, you know, there's been times where it, it's, He's struggled over there. But what he did last night and the way Alec Bohm has performed, Alec Bohm is he's made some exceptional plays. I mean, like Nolan Arenado plays. Uh, the turnaround he, he has made has been nothing, nothing short of remarkable. And, um, you know, these guys work their tails off day in and day out to make sure that they're getting their, their work in. So when it comes to the chance for them in the game, they're ready. Hey, Ben, the old axiom is that a manager is going to win or lose you five games a year, right? That, that's, that's basically what they, what they say. Um, so now w- w- the Phillies were 21-29 and 29 when Joe Girardi got fired. I think they are 40-21 and 21 since that point. What, what is it about uh, the Tomper that's got it, or what has happened to this team with this manager that really created this turnaround? Well, I think uh, it's twofold. I think, one, it was inevitable that the, the hitters were starting to, to pick it up a little bit. And two, it's just, a, and I, I love Joe. Uh, Joe and I played against each other. We had a very good relationship. Um, you know, and it was just something that the, the players look to me now like they're more confident in their abilities. They're, they're eager to get to the ballpark. They're, they, they know their roles. And I think that's evident in the bullpen. You know, they know their roles. Uh, it's just a different mindset right now. And, and Topper is a guy that, you know, the first two games of the the, the the National Series, I'm sorry, the Marlins Series, that they won. Mm-hmm. He did his, his press conference. And you didn't know if he won by 10 runs or lost by 10 runs. And then that, that last game, yeah, that last game, that day game on Thursday, you didn't know that, that, that the team lost. And you didn't know if, he, if they lost or won by 10 runs. He's the same guy every day. And I think that's something that the professionalism that he carries, I'm not saying Joe didn't have it, but the professionalism that, that, that Topper has, I think the players feed off that, and they come ready to, to kick somebody's tail every day. And it, they know their roles, and they are just performing at a rate, I think, that, that we kind of expect them to. 
Ben, I've uh, got the Philly schedule in front of me. they got this finale against the Mets Day, Advantage Phils, because uh, they've got Wheeler. Well, though Bassett's having a nice year for the Mets, yes, not yes. Wheeler. So it's a uh, favoritism to the Phils today. And then they play Cincinnati. And then they play the Mets again. And then they play Cincinnati again. Yeah. So yeah. for the, uh, uh, a lengthy stretch, you're playing two teams. With this team, the Phillies team, the way that it's assembled, the way that it's playing, is that a good thing or a bad thing that they're diving in against two specific teams over a two-week period? Yeah, I I was never a big fan of playing the same team over and over, um, but that's what they're going to have to do. You can only play the teams that are on your schedule, and this is the way they have to go about it. Um, you know, they got the Mets today, and then obviously between Cincinnati. But the weekend after next weekend, they're done with the Mets. So you know, you got to try and you know try and gain as much ground, and try and win every game, try and win every series. Um, and you know, it's. Again, you can only play the team that's that's on your schedule. I, I you know, this is a good ball club here in New York. I think the Phillies. I don't know. You look at them and the bottom. I was talking with Greg Murphy today on the on the way in. I said, you know, the bottom of their lineup doesn't really scare me. The Mets. You know, you get you get through Marte and Alonzo and Lindor and those guys, and then after that, it's kind of eh. So, you know, I, I like the Phillies' chances. And you know, obviously Cincinnati's struggling this year, but they're still a big league ball club. Can't take anyone for granted. But bottom line, and I don't think they look forward. I think these players, I think they just played the game on that particular day. They're not ones to, to really look ahead. They're only worried about the task at hand, and that they're going to still worry about Chris Bassett today. All right, Ben, you played seven seasons in the major leagues as a catcher, and we got into mm-hmm. a discussion with a caller today about how uh, catchers cannot block home plate anymore and, you know, how the, the he was arguing that Real Muto was not particularly good adept at the swipe move and so on. Um, my sense is that no catcher likes the new rule where you can't block the plate. It is designed, the Buster Posey rule is designed to pr- protect catchers, but I don't know if catchers like it. Your guy played the position. What do you think? Well, you are still allowed to block the plate on balls in the infield, so you still can do that. But on the throws from the outfield, you cannot block the plate. Um, so that is something that you know I think that the, the, the average fan doesn't know. I don't like it. Glenn, what is the, what the purpose of any defense in any sport is to do what? Prevent the other team from scoring, right? Yeah. And if I'm going to do that, if I'm at home plate, I don't want the guy to score. So how can I avoid that? Well, you take the plate away from him. I don't like the rule. You know, it's just it's, it's affected the game, I think, for the worse. And listen, if you don't want your catcher hurt, put him in a different position. If he's that valuable to you and you worry about him getting run over and getting breaking something, then put him in a different position. But my right, are my you suggesting double- that was not a particular issue with you? No, I, your, va- your, va- your value was not such that they would. <laughs> well, they, my value is not been at first. <laughs> so I mean, there's sometimes you had to give your body up. But you know what? If I did prevent a run, then that was my whole objective. That was the, the goal of the defense is to uh, prevent the run. And if I had to do so, give my body up, then I did it. Yeah, I, I think ben- every catcher has that mentality. Sorry, Joe. Well, you have to to play that. I mean, you got to be a little dumb. But you also got to have that mentality, like, you know, you're not, this is my play. You ain't getting there. Got to get that shin guard down and make sure the guy doesn't get in there. But that's against the rules with outfield throws now, as Ben correctly points out. Yeah. I need a little catcher scouting report from you. Noah Syndergaard has gotten two starts for the Phillies so far. Had the weird one complete game, a win, but didn't really pitch that well. Gave up 11 hits in five innings. That's a lot. Came back, pitched better against the Marlins. Got a no decision, but only two runs over six innings. 
What are you seeing out of Syndergaard? Comp to what he used to be when he was Thor with the Mets. Uh, can he get up to speed and be closer to that level pitcher between now and the end of the season? How's he playing? I got about 27 questions here. I apologize. <laughs> um, uh, give us a Thor scouting report from Ben Davis, the former catcher. Well, he's obviously not the guy that throws 103 anymore, so he's more of a, of a pitcher. And he's a guy that you know relies heavily on the sinker. Uh, he's mixing a few more curveballs, but he's he's a guy that has to stay down in the zone, like like any other pitcher. But if you're going to throw predominantly sinkers, you have to be down. Once that you elevate that sinker, it flattens out, and boy, is it a good pitch to hit. So I think you know he's made some good pitches, made some bad pitches, uh, but the pitches that he's gotten hurt on, they have been elevated, and he's got to realize that you know he's got to get the ball down. Is he going to overpower guys at times? Not as much as he used to, but he still has enough giddy up, you know, ninety four, ninety five. To get the rush it by you, so. Um, but I think he's trying to trying to figure out like Zach Wheeler early in the year when he didn't have his fastball. He said, "I'm not upset that I'm not throwing 98, 99. I'm upset that I can't pitch with 93, 94." And I think that's where Syndergaard is right now. He's got to be able to pitch with that 93, 94, occasionally 95, uh, to keep the ball down to induce soft contact. And if he can do stay off barrels, you know, I like his chances. Ben Davis, it is always a pleasure. You will be uh, calling the game today with Tom. You, it's you and Tommy today. Just Tom and I. Yes, there you yep, go. Yep. Look, looking day forward up here to it. in, in uh, City Field. So, yeah, they've been they've been working on the shield since I got here at nine fifteen, and that's just it's unbelievable the amount of work they do. These guys, well, there you, there I don't you think go. they get enough credit. Exactly. <laughs> ben Davis speaking out right, for groundskeepers, a man of the people. <laughs> ben, right. enjoy. Well, we do. All right, guys. Thanks so much, All right, pal. We'll Be well. There you go. Appreciate. And oh, by the way, if the rotation goes as it is, yeah. Syndergaard will get a start against the Mets next weekend here at uh, Citizens oh. Park. That would be should, fun. Should be interesting. Yeah. Oh, that will be fun. I like it. Good thought. Uh, let's get uh, Tyrone in Middletown. You're on with Jody Mack, Glenn Mack. Now, hey, Tyrone. Hi. Good morning, guys. Thanks, thanks yep. for taking my call. You sure. got it. Wow. It's an honor following a former major leaguer. When I, just as a casual fan, um, I like to uh, – one thing of note I, I really admire about the Phillies is that last night uh, – they were going toe-to-toe with the Mets and pitch-for-pitch, hit-for-hit, their defense was stellar. I particularly love that play that uh, Alec Bone made, that bare-handed grab. Mm-hmm. He was going to his right and going on at first. Uh, excuse me, I'm breathing a little hard. Yeah, I'm don't worry about it. Car. Take your time. That's okay. We got you. <laughs> yeah, car washing at my age is a little... Uh, <laughs> oh, there you go. Like ex- you know you what? Know. You got a nice uh, day to do. Go out and wash the car. Exactly. Yeah, but uh, but I'm particularly encouraged by the fact that these are low-scoring games, but the Phillies are in the game just about to the last pitch. And I think of note uh, when Bryce Harper comes back. Do you think that initially it'll be an adjustment period or will they be able to handle the transition smoothly? Because long ball hall, yeah. this guy, I really love his swing. When he hit that double-decker uh, home run last week, I mean, this guy has power. Yeah, I think it's going to – I mean, I think it's fair to think it's going to take Bryce Harper a little bit of time to get in stride. Uh, are we still – Jody, last we heard, we're looking at like a end of August, early September return? 
when he was on the broadcast, I'm pretty sure it was the Phillies one. He did back-to-back days. He did the Phillies game, and then he yeah. did the Apple broadcast. Yeah, he was pretty good, too. As well. Yeah, he's got a uh, future if that's what he wants to do when his contract runs out 12 years from now. Um, so <laughs> yeah. we got a long way to wait before he broadcasts yeah. again. Hopefully he's never hurt badly enough that they need him up in the broadcast booth. He said September-ish, mm. yeah. which I was hoping for August-ish rather than September-ish, but that's where he went. And ish could mean a couple of days before September, mm-hmm. all into your in- own interpretation. Um, but my guess would be we won't see him till after the end of this month. Yeah, and it's fair to figure it's going to take him a couple of weeks to get his swing and stride. What you really want him for is the those last, what, 15 games of the year and then presumably into the playoffs. That's, that's the best you hope for, right, that he gets in a groove? Right, but he and I, uh, the different guys want to handle this differently, and different teams handle it differently. I don't know if he'll go out on a minor league rehab or not, mm-hmm. or if he'll just go sim game stuff with his own pitchers throwing to him. Um, but he'll have he'll have the chance to get his swing in order before he gets activated. And yeah, I'm hoping he hits the ground running and is damn close to the MVP type player that he was before he went down. Well, that would be nice. Let's get Mike in. Mike, it says North Cade. Where the heck are you? I can't read the whole thing. Where are you? Well, maybe you're nowhere. Mike, are you there? Yo, I'm right here. Hang uh, on, everybody. All right, well, come to the phone, Mike. I am. I am. Get out I'm of the bathroom and come to the phone. Come well, on now. Hang on one second. I'm there sorry. You. I wasn't in the bathroom, but I was at the other end of the garage. Hey, look. <laughs> yes. You got to score. A run in nine innings. I don't care who you're facing. Okay? DeGrom, Nolan Ryan, Scherzer. Didn't they just light up Scherzer a while back for like five runs? You have to score a run off DeGrom in six innings. Come on. All these guys that can hit a home run, and then one run in three innings of relief pitcher. Yeah. Jody, I'm going to let you handle this. Yeah. You watched last night's game, and that's what you came away with. Shame on the Phillies for not hitting a two-time Cy Young Award winner. Really? No, I, I don't. Like I said, I don't care who it is. What are they going to do when they face the Braves, the Dodgers, the Mets, and they throw their two best pitches? They're going to yeah, score you no know runs. Something one now run. that I now that I think about it, you're right. They should just shut the season down. Not nah, see now. Nah, you're playing. taking it too far, there. Uh, no, you've taken it too far, sir. By suggesting okay. that because uh, Jacob DeGrom threw a hell of a game against them, why are we even considering the Phillies a team that can do something in the postseason? That's what you just said. Right, well, let no, me try I'm to not... play middleman, Mike. Hold on. Let me play middleman. Go ahead. In the last week, they beat Alcantara of Miami, who's probably the best pitcher in the National League this year, correct? Correct. They beat Scherzer on Friday night, who is a future Hall of Famer, Correct. I believe that, yes. Okay, so two out of three against certified aces. I'll take that. Well, I will too, but when they throw two aces at you, what are you going to do in the playoffs? You're going to score one run? No, you're probably going to split. The other teams have great players too. What you need and hope for and what you've been getting is Wheeler, Zach Wheeler has been top of game. Aaron Nola has been terrific. And by the way, Ranger Suarez. Yeah, he's so great the other game, night. didn't he? Yeah, so you just have to outpitch him. That's yeah. the answer. And and I appreciate it. And go back to cleaning your garage and thanks for the call, but these things happen. 
I got nothing else on that, Jody. No, I got nothing for him. Period. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Hey. Uh, you know what? Never mind. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the break. We'll come back. We'll do Wait, what we're watching. Glenn, yeah. I was gonna say because we had you know we used to get Roy Didinger when, yes. when Ray would get yes. upset. But do we have a name for uh, for Angry Jody? Because you know, uh, that was that was a be. bit of Roy Didinger it coming was. out in Jody. And and you know what? And and I was happy that I was able to just kind of tee it up like that. Well, it can't be Judy Didinger. Uh, Judy uh, McDonald. <laughs> My wife is Judy, and he's not I, a Judy. Did I, did I tell you it was going to happen today, Moshe? Yes, you did. <laughs> is that I right? Said, uh, every once in a while, because I was apologizing to Moshe because I uh, mispronounced his name. So yeah. I said, I get Judy every once in a while. Yeah. And to Glenn's credit, he doesn't do it often. He'll call me Ray before he'll call I me Judy. I have called you Ray. Yeah, yes, you have you called me Ray a couple of yeah. times. I said, if yeah. anyone I would accept it from, it would be Glenn since yeah. it's his wife's name. Yeah, well, all, all due respect, Jody, I don't often confuse you for her. Yeah, that's um, a little bit, little bit of difference. Yeah, we need an angry that. Jody. Think about that. I okay. mean, the, the first thing that comes to mind is just when he's angry, he's not Jody anymore. He's just Jode. Maybe. That's, we'll that's work the on only it. thing I can come up with. Yeah, yeah. We'll work do I on get it? Do I get a walk-in uh, music when I I turn into Angry Jode? <laughs> w- was there any musical interlude when you got Angry Roy? No, no. Angry Roy was never anticipated. It just happened. That was mm-hmm. the great part of it. It, it yeah, just... kind of stinks. That's yeah. true. Yeah. I, I I don't enter any show believing I'm going to become Angry Jode. Turn into the Hulk at some point during the show, but when someone is as I'm trying to flippant, d- disrespectful uh, um, of the Phillies and what they've been doing of late. Dismi- really, how about dismissive? Dismissive because I think he was Jacob dismissive. DeGrom, yeah. maybe the best pitcher in the last 15 years in baseball, threw an, a gem at them last night. Oh, the Phillies have no chance come playoff time because you can't get one run over six. I'm sorry. He deserved what he got. Oh, yeah. No, you were great. Listen, as Moshe knows. I enjoy working with partners who are generally regarded as really nice guys, but have it in them to get angry. I just got a uh, I got a text from a WIP coworker, and it, and uh, it says, "I love that Jody got mad there." So, okay. <laughs> I just good. got a caller that didn't want to get on the air. Suggested we call uh, angry Jody is Brody. I don't know. Nah, nah we'll, we'll keep working on it. Most do I have a read here? I got some, myself really confused with the reads. My computer. No, Jody has a read here, though. Jody has oh, a read. Oh, you want me to do a read here? All right, then yeah. I tell you what. Let me give the numbers, hand it off to him coming up. What we're watching, uh, always a, a highlight, 215-592-9494. I'm Glenn McNair with angry Jody McDonald on 94 WIP. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.